whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Ransom Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, we are, are here, here to, to rant, rant and, and rave. Never going to get it. I don't think we're ever going to get it. Never 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 going to get it. Until we're in person. That's not how the song goes. I know. Well, they say, woo, 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 woo. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> oh, showing our rage. Where did I? Oh, I know where. In Coming to America too, they just had on Vogue. You know, it's three out of four members. Dawn left years ago. They just had what? On Vogue was I'm in sorry, coming. What to... is on Vogue? In Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Everything you say is so fancy. I just became my mother when we'd go through the drive-through at Mighty Casey's, and she'd be like, oh, "We'll take two chili dogs, <laughs> a hamburger, and one chicken cordon bleh." <laughs> And my brother and I would lose our minds just Wait, like how do you say this word? A-U-N-T. Aunt. Oh okay. I don't I don't say aunt. Auntie. No. Yeah, I don't say aunt. I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. I no, think I is say that aunt. that's an East Coast thing though, right? It is, and it's very proper or yeah. I think. No, maybe it's not. Are... <laughs> Who says? Actually, my sister in law is British and she says Auntie Jessica, mm-hmm. which I think is really cute. Yeah. Yeah, well, aunt. just because it's cute doesn't mean it's, like, better. <laughs> I say aunt, too. <laughs> <laughs> On Vogue. <laughs> never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. <laughs> they sound amazing. Do Have they? You heard- no. Seriously. I and loved then them. So did I. There was something else that they performed at recently Maybe it was a Grammys within the last few years, some award. I don't know. They sound phenomenal still, and they That's still amazing. look drop-dead gorgeous. Ah, lucky. I'm still waiting <sighs> to get to my drop-dead gorgeous phase of life. <laughs> Isn't that something we earn at some point? Famesies. But on Vogue. <laughs> on Vogue. They were like the Beyonce before Beyonce, right? I mean, uh, you mean the Destiny's Child. Okay, but I just meant like power women thing. Like, <laughs> who run the world? Girls, girls. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about Salt and Pepper? That was two people. Yeah, but you're comparing groups. I wanted to take two very different things. <laughs> a group and a solo. Act. No, four women versus one. I'm All sorry. Right, fine. That's fine. I'll accept. <laughs> Destiny's Child. It's fine. It's just not as, as it's just not a very up to date reference. That's all. I'm just trying to make us hip. Well, I'm gonna really unhip you right now. Do you remember that sketch from SNL called Gemini's Twin? No. It was like a takeoff on Destiny's Child, but they were called Gemini's Twin. No. And they'd be like, I'm Chandelier. This is my friend Dijon Nays, and over there is our girl Britannica. What? <laughs> 
know. I it, don't think I saw that. Amazing. It, I think it was Maya Rudolph and uh, Anna Gosteyer. Oh, funny. Or is it Anna Gosteyer? I can't Gosteyer. Now I'm going to Now I've given you a complex. I've given you a complex. No, it really is weird that I said, you know, on Vogue. Like, I said it without As even thinking about it. As if that's how you always say it. And I never said it like that. Oh, really? No, I always said in vogue. Something's really happening to me during quarantine. Uh, I think it's letting me know I need to like take up a language on Rosetta Stone or something. Something. I don't know. But you know what? <laughs> I don't mind. I enjoy teasing you, but not from a mean place, Jessica. <laughs> I love you, Jessica. <laughs> I love you, Donna. <laughs> oh, my God. That just made me giggle so hard. <laughs> Jessica, how was your week? Oh, it was really fun. It was good. Yeah, I told you a little bit. I sent you some pictures last night, but I didn't tell you. I saved it for today for the grand finale of Of (laughs) your story. Yeah. Am I following a journey? I didn't know. (laughs) Okay, so one of my best friends, her little girl turned one. So cute. This past week. So cute. And they had. You're able to get, I don't really know how it works. They rented like an hour of time at a rescue farm that's like at a private residence. So awesome. It was fantastic. I, again, highly recommend to anyone, please see in your area if you have any kind of rescue farms. Also, you may not- a fact in mm-hmm. um well out here we have the gentle barn uh, which they also have in missouri they opened one i was there. gonna say there's one in st louis now yep. yes that was made famous because of was it called the st louis five it was like five young cows that escaped escaped slaughter yeah. pretty amazing pretty cool there's also i've been wanting to see if you want to go with me to socal mm-hmm. mini pigs and do a Excuse private me? It's at a residence it's a private farm they sell mini pigs and you can go do a visit my god anyway continue continue all of the animals there are rescued and like i learned some really interesting things like what they do uh with certain animals that i had no idea about i'm not going to go into that i think everybody is well aware so i don't need to go into graphic detail my point is i did learn a lot of things i did not already know this weekend because i am that person that will ask a hundred questions we're standing there and everything's great the animals are all totally calm so docile obviously are used to human affection the Mm -hmm. place was immaculate like Mm -hmm. it was not you know there's a lot of places you go and you're like okay this is gross or the animals don't look great and i'm not okay with that these all looked extremely healthy the place was so clean well all of a sudden i hear alan who would never like make an outburst it's just not his way Mm -hmm. and he doesn't curse like the sailor that i am right but all of a sudden and i had my back turned to him i was like playing with the mini horse or whatever and i hear holy shit why are you doing that why'd you do that what i turn around and one of the two dogs on the property and they were a large breed i don't know what they were mutts one of the dogs pissed on alan's leg and i mean soaked his jeans hiked his leg and no. peed like a cartoon like his leg was a fire hydrant no yeah oh. he was not ha- i mean would you be no no 
And the owner was like, I'm so sorry. I that's never happened before. I'm like, well, it did happen. Oh my <laughs> I mean, god. Also, you assume risks by going near animals. You could be bitten, they could pee. Right. I mean, right. you don't know how they're gonna react. Anyways, it was all fine. I mean, bless his heart. She's like, Can I uh, I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what I can do. And he goes, Can you get me like some alcohol wipes or <laughs> something? Oh. and he just tried to wipe his and i just said look when we get home immediately take him off Hot we're gonna put shower. it in a plastic bag uh-huh and then we'll bring it immediately to do some laundry yeah oh man why i was Alan? dying Alan? i know <laughs> you know what i think uh the birds that were there knew what happened and made up for it because, oh, God, I really do love birds. Yeah. Um, I know some people are freaked out by birds. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I grew up with a parrot for many years. My that's mom cool. got a double yellowhead Amazon is the type of parrot. They're yellow heads and they have a green body. His name was Chi-Chi. He only that's... liked my mom. <laughs> Why Chi-Chi, if I may ask? You know what? I don't know. Because I don't. It may have been the name we... he came with. I'm, I don't remember. I only ask because... I always heard from my mama, if we said Chi-Chi, like the Smurfs had an episode where they did this little chant, boom, ma Chi-Chi, boom, ma Chi. She goes, that is not good. Chi-Chi's is boobies. They're talking about boobies. What? I don't know if that's, you know, my Spanglish history. I have no idea, but I have grown up. Isn't there a restaurant called Chi-Chi's? Yes. And yeah, it's and great. To me, it's been no, around for never years. Been, I've never been there because to me, it is titties. I cannot <laughs> i can't <laughs> chi cheese is a chain not to be confused with another uh favorite from yesteryear that makes a club sandwich that'll knock your socks off is coco's c-o-c-o yeah i know coco's there's like one left every time i'm driving like south on the five coming back from northern california i'm like coco's it's like the last one left on earth i think no, and I've, I've never stopped i don't know why I feel like there was one in North Hollywood for the longest what? time on Lancashire, like oh, up further man. north towards I'm have to look into that. Oh my God, we're two old ladies on a porch right now. Your mother's bird, <laughs> your mother's bird, Gigi. Oh my God, yes. Okay, so really quick, the to wrap this up, the birds were amazing she had macaws she had an african gray yeah i did kind of show off she's like you sure know your birds i'm like i do oh boy <laughs> she had cockatoos my very favorite they're so affectionate those are the ones that are all white but have a pale blue ring around their eyes yes, and they yes. kiss you and they yes. mimic people i mean they're so intelligent well she gave alan a cockatiel not to be confused with the cockatoo right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cockatiel is like a larger parakeet still a tiny yeah. bird but mm -hmm. okay so she put it on alan's shoulder and she's like wow he really likes you and all that the bird she's like start singing if you're happy and you know it so alan got out like four words and that bird whistled the whole song in his ear and was like kissing him on the cheek oh my god it was real cute that but it was fantastic cute. this lady works in nursing homes she brings I don't know what she can bring into the nursing home, what the restrictions are, but she brings animals for therapy. Therapy, yeah. I did learn something very fascinating. Okay. Anybody who owns a turtle, perk up here. I uh, know turtles. Well, I've are tried not for years. <laughs> I love them. Turtles are not tortoises, but she has a tortoise. She acquired him when he was already 21 years old. Yes, they will live to about 100 years. Yeah. 
she got him for 21 years and it had been living in a house. It wasn't being abused or hurt or anything, but they had it uh, in like a kiddie pool. Not okay. And it was indoors for 21 years. It never had sunlight so Aww. that he still has a full shell so don't anybody get upset i'm not going to say anything creepy but some of the hexagons in the yeah. shelf yeah in the shelf in the shell were kind of depressed on cave a little uh-huh. bit yes uh-huh. yeah. wow. and she explained that she said that's from a lack of vitamin d and oh, i said no. well he's clearly living his best life yeah, i mean good the thing was amazing to watch and looks totally healthy i mean it's amazing Aww. this woman was really really amazing and so good and gentle with her animals and knew so much about them and she's like i was raised with animals and now it's just i keep uh you know it's like people who get into rescue sometimes like they can't stop yeah (laughs) you know i mean sometimes they have they don't have enough room but or they become people who try to help place them elsewhere other other places yeah totally so it was it was lovely i follow so many of those types of people on because it's like my dream if i had the space and and money but you know they like boo chases on instagram Mm -hmm. and all of that but the the thing is they're constantly having to raise money to help these animals of course it's just so expensive to own animals even just one pet (laughs) yeah so so expensive yeah well, I think that's incredible. I'm really jealous. I would love to do I that. know. We'll have yeah. to go there. I got to see like how much it is and how they worked it out. Yes. Um, how my, was your week? My week was okay, I guess. Nothing too horrible. Nothing. I mean, I was up for a job I didn't get. Yay. <laughs> Always such a bummer. I know. What else? I think that's kind of it. We took it pretty easy this weekend. Like Good. I did go to an outdoor market, which I hadn't done obviously nice. in forever. Yeah. And it was, you know, a little bit jarring at first to be around. I wouldn't say it was overpacked. I was never touching anybody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people were being very careful about social distancing and everybody had on masks and it was sure. outdoors. But it was the odd market in Los Feliz, which I assumed that you would know exactly what that was. And you said you haven't been, I had never heard of it, no. So it's like a mini Rose Bowl Mm -hmm. flea market, if you're familiar with that. I know a lot of you don't live here, but I think the Rose Bowl flea market's pretty well-known outside of LA. It is. So this is at a school in Los Feliz. Mm -hmm. So it's smaller, but it's way bigger than you think it's going to be. And some of it's vintage stuff. Like They have vintage t-shirts like you wouldn't believe i mean so many clothes yeah and so like one nirvana t-shirt was 185 dollars i you know what no i know but (laughs) then they had even if i had the money no no i I don't care how much i liked it same for me i think but then they did have like rack after rack of ten dollar t-shirts too you know so there was everything so there was tons of handmade soap handmade i got a candle from la discovery which Mm. is a female black owned business Mm -hmm. and it smells so good and they were not expensive i got like a good size candle i don't soy candle i don't know how long that'll no that was a good size that was i don't know what the ounces i'm yeah but i got that for nine dollars, I think. Uh, yeah, that's real and it cheap. Smells heavenly, and Very I love cheap. that. I met the girl that made it. I don't yeah. know. I just, no, I like you know. that stuff. I love it yeah. actually. It's fun, and you talk. You know, the booth 
people are eager to talk and tell you about their yeah. stuff and it's just fun and also because we live in LA you know I've been a prisoner in my home all, all of us have for so long mm -hmm. this was the first time in so long I was like holy cow look at all these cool people I am such a nerd <laughs> like <laughs> Like you've never on, been out before. I know. I, I know. know. I had on like workout pants and a and a fantastic cavern sweatshirt, which is a cave in my hometown <laughs> that you ride uh, through in a Jeep, right? <laughs> oh, I want to go to that so I can sing the Floyd Collins soundtrack, which you love so much. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. I didn't know I about would... Fantastic Cavern. Go on. Yeah, they used to like in the 20s, I mm -hmm. think, they used to meet for, what do you call them? Dicky, 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 dicky parties, flapper girls, and what? alcohol. In the cave? Yes. Prohibition. Oh, cool. Secret prohibition. So they could drinky drinks. Oh, and they tell you the history and stuff. Amazing. So if I could rent out that one room space yes. where that happened for you to put on Floyd Collins, <laughs> it would be worth it to me. So we'll work on that. <laughs> I think our friends would fly to Missouri to watch you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so anyway yeah super hip cool gorgeous awesome. people and i was like oh i'm not pretty <laughs> but, uh, no but it was a blast it was a blast and i had some food truck food that just blew my mind yum. yeah and then over the weekend the boys and i just kind of chilled we just nice. chilled out dan so tipton nice. did a couple things around the house for me which is nice. nice. I did a lot of planty care yesterday. I was listening to, you know, one of my favorite podcasts, Choiceology, and they were talking about dealing with grief, which was good for me to listen to because, you know, I've got an anniversary coming up of a loss. Anyway, they were interviewing this one guy about he had lost his mom. He had adopted a dog right before he lost his mom. Mm -hmm. And it was like her only grandbaby. He mm -hmm. like he isn't married and doesn't mm -hmm. have a family and he was talking about he unfortunately lost the dog after three years i think like mm -hmm. it just was so sad such a sad story but his point was that this animal gave him something to care for and structure mm -hmm. and purpose and i was like holy cow that is what i need to say about my plants mm -hmm. they've given me structure <laughs> And purpose. So mm -hmm. like, I know when I need to check each one for water, I have a little moisture meter, I check, I check, you know, I walk around, mm -hmm. I wipe every Sunday, everybody gets their leaves wiped down so that mm -hmm. they can get plenty of chlorophyll, you know, but it does, it gives right. me structure. And like, remember, you mentioned last week, you couldn't believe you walked up to my house and the blinds were all open. And I was, mm -hmm. well, that's my thing. Now I get up in the morning when I get Henry ready for school, mm -hmm. I open all the blinds in the house. So that's, I'm not living in a cave that's easier to go back to sleep. Yes. <laughs> but it's like structure in it. And it just reminded me of that post you made, like, mm -hmm. who saved too. These plants really have saved me through the pandemic. They've given me purpose and structure through grief. It's been lovely. I'm enjoying it very much. I love that. Yeah. It's a very good hobby to have. I like All it's it. doing is giving you more oxygen as well as joy. Yeah, they say it's not as much as we would like to think it is, but I don't care. Mm, uh, the jury's out on that, and I'm uh, the judge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, scientist, <laughs> scientist, Jessica. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're, are you up first? You're up first, I right? I am. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> this is another rant from a listener. And by listener, I mean me. <laughs> it's really becoming a pattern here. That's all right. This is involving people who are behaving like they are alone or in private while on a Zoom for work or in an online class. Mm -hmm. What the hell are you doing eating a full-on meal? Are you kidding me that you're smoking right now? Stop what? looking at your phone. Uh-huh. Uh we can all see you. And then I channeled Dana and wrote, Rude! Yes, rude. Everyone can see you. You guys? <laughs> you saw somebody smoking on a Zoom? So the smoking part I never saw back when I had work Zooms last year, which were like once a week. We had like a check-in with everybody. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I've been taking some classes over the last few months, like creative classes, writing, right, right. you know, a voiceover class, whatever. And in these classes, all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, like I'll see this huge puff of smoke. And I'm like, what's happening? Oh, are they vaping? And then the person are vaping, or sometimes they've carried their computer or phone outside and now are taking us on their cigarette break outdoors. What? <laughs> Sorry. You're talking to like somebody who was a very heavy smoker. I get it. I used to sometimes be like, I can't wait till this and this being anything be over so I can go have a smoke. Uh, guess what? If I can make it through six hour flights to Canada without smoking, you can do it for a two hour class. Uh, yes, please. It's a class. Also, it's work. How dare you? How rude. Yeah. Like, I just found it so honestly appalling. I, I I was shocked. It's like, there has to be some level of decorum. Yeah. It's like, we're all lucky enough that if you're on a Zoom, you could just be sitting in your underwear if you so choose and you're well, sitting down. Nobody's going to see you. Right. But I can see you smoking. Yes. And also when you're taking classes or things like that, like you're making an impression on other people in the class who are going to... Yes. Who are, you know, our business is so much about networking. And of, of course. Like, that's mind-blowing. How me. many times has something happened? Even years. I've had people years after I've worked with them in any capacity in a class. We took a workshop together. We performed at the same theater once. Anything. And they're like, hey, remember me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this thing. I thought you'd be perfect for it. And you're like, Correct. What? All the time. Yeah. You never know in any industry when it, that's why I always say it's like, man, there have been times where I don't just want to burn the bridge. I want to set off a bomb, but I don't. <laughs> I'm just like, and this is not being cowardly or not saying it for myself. And I'm like, I'm going to say goodbye and I'm going to walk away and I'm going to leave it back there because I can't and don't want to go there. And everything comes back around. And yes, you're making impressions. Oh, my God. And you better believe I will remember the people who do that stuff. Not like keeping tabs, but it's very as jarring. Soon as you see them again, you'll be like, oh, that's the person that did yep. this or whatever. I Yeah, I know. And, and they do it that, every time. That is so strange to me. Excuse me, one of the guys, okay, we're in a voiceover class. Also, it's like, there's etiquette now. We're not talking about like a group chat on Zoom where everybody has their mic on. Uh -huh. When you're taking a class or you're Those in work, 
mute yourself unless you're speaking, unless you're called on or unless you raise your hand, you can then unmute yourself. So one dude clearly lives in a freaking frat house. I'm joking, but I'm like, I don't know what the hell your roommate or whoever the hell you live with is doing. He would never have himself on mute and it would be so loud. Yeah, you have to. You have to because for this reason, too, (laughs) I was going to say to you, like, that seems unacceptable to me. Mm -hmm. I try to give people a little grace when, like, in an audition situation. Obviously, Jessica and I are both actors, and pretty much the only type of auditioning going on right now is either self-tape or live through a specific, you know, different software programs Mm -hmm. on on the computer. And so, uh, especially commercially, Mm-hmm. You're doing blue jeans or something, and you're in a waiting room, a green room, before you get kicked into yes. your audition room. Well, I try to give some people some grace, but I'm like, come on, we're a year into this. You don't yes. know that you have to mute your microphone because, and <laughs> I don't want to be mean, <laughs> but I have seen people, they use their camera as a mirror, and I get it. There's a little bit of fluffing and stuff, and making sure your collar's not up that has to go on. But like you, people can see you from the second you get in there if you don't turn your camera off. And uh-huh. they can also hear everything in your house, uh-huh. everything you're saying, whether you're whispering your lines or not, ma'am. Okay. Coughing, <laughs> clearing your Coughing. throat. And then the adjusting of the camera. I thought I was going to yank what little eyebrows I had out of my head because this woman could not stop touching her camera and it was going uh-uh. the entire time. No. And then and then she she started going with ATT rehearsing her performance. And I wanted to be like, hey, do you know that we're all watching you? So, like, it's a little odd and probably awkward for you if you don't know it. Uh, Also, if you had anything amazing that somebody wanted to steal before you got into that room, they could. (laughs) Oh, my God. And she kept walking up to the camera and smiling her different. There were three different smiles. She was trying to choose a smile and fix her hair. And I just was like, we have to give Grace a little bit. Like, clearly this person is not super familiar with Zoom. But there are some people who are familiar with it. And they're just jerks. Like, that young guy knew that he lived with 12 other boys and that they were doing some kind of, I don't know what. I also had to hold myself back because I'm always like, okay, calm down or let's try to de-escalate. I'm talking about within my own brain. Sure. But I get angrier and angrier and I'm like, Especially if I'm you're sorry, am I going class. crazy? I can't be the only one hearing this. I know for a fact I'm not. There's and usually a bossy boots that'll say, can we have everybody mute? Their nobody mic? did. Uh, and I was also waiting have... for somebody. I wanted to write in the chat, in the hey, chat. whoever is mute? doing that, can we mute? please turn your thing off but it happened every week and no one said anything including the teacher and i'm just that's shocking to me besides myself over it also i don't need to see you eat a plate of dinner it's like class is ending at 7 p.m if you can't wait 10 more minutes like that's another thing that kills me it's like we've got 10 minutes to go and now we've got to watch your husband handing you a a full plate of salmon and asparagus no no (laughs) i don't mind if you snack or have a drink as long as you're muted right i don't care about that there's no reason for you to bring a full plate of dinner into a class 
not during class or a work meeting. Again, I'm not talking about casual Zooms, meaning with your friends and family. Do whatever the hell you want. When you're in a professional setting, have some freaking decorum. My God, have some decorum. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Anyways, I'm just annoyed by it because like you said we're a year in and i'm trying to be like let it go let it go that's not important not important and then i'm like but now i'm getting really annoyed yeah well my situation was just me being a jerk i hadn't played paid for a class or anything i more so i felt like i wanted to tell her like well i'd be distracted if it was happening in a waiting room for an audition (laughs) i'd be real pissed because it would be sending me over the edge and throwing me off I'm not one of those who can tune it out and just do what I'm doing. I'm like, I, I also, can't think. Also, to be honest, I don't care if somebody keeps their camera on. Sometimes I'll keep mine on and walk out of frame or whatever, mm. just because you don't know. Oftentimes you when you get kicked in, then you're scrambling to turn your mic on, turn your camera on, you know, true. so I don't mind that so much. But the noise is is tough because it's that touching the camera noise. It's not I even. Know. It's I infuriating. Know. Yeah, that is crazy to me. I can't believe that crazy. happened. You know. Smoking during a class? <sighs> I can't. I mean, I know we're all at home right now, but come on. Rant over. Or <laughs> I'll get really riled up. <laughs> okay, so I'm up next. I have a listener rant. I don't think it's Jessica. <laughs> This is from a listener. Hi, ladies. Love the show and love you both. As someone who also lives in a huge city, I can relate to so many rants as I know you will relate to mine. I am so tired of struggling to find a parking space in large part due to people not parking correctly and leaving a huge gap in front and behind them that equates to an entire full space, but is impossible for even a smart car to fit in on either side of you. Like there are way more houses and apartment units than there are parking spaces, so every single inch is a hot commodity. Why can't people realize this? I always get out in a tight area and check that I'm parked as well as possible, leaving room for others. Last night when I came home with a car full of groceries, I was ready to blow a gasket because there could have been four additional spots just on my side of the street alone had people moved up a bit. How hard is that? All caps. Thank you for listening. Rant over. I understand <sighs> yes. the fury of that. Yeah, I think it is because we live in a large city. Yes. Now, on my personal street where I live alone, it's not usually a problem for us. Uh, right. We have a driveway anyway. But anyway, by the way, ha- just an aside, you said where you live alone, as though you have a new home that you've moved into without your pets, your husband. I said or where your I child. live alone. You did. Where I live alone? You said alone? in my house where I live alone. I did? Yes. I don't think I did. I swear. Go on. In my, where we are, <laughs> <laughs> we have a driveway, but everybody knows how aggravating tandem parking is. Uh, oh, God. Tandem parking drives me crazy. No, and it I'm sucks. like, can you move your car? And <laughs> my husband doesn't understand why I don't want to ride in his car. It smells different than mine. Okay. <laughs> Not bad, but not for me. Okay? <laughs> not bad, but not for me. That's brilliant. <laughs> and I have emergency packets of everything in my car. Yes. Makeup, mascara, eyebrows I can paint on. Uh, <laughs> Baby wipes, a bag Baby of nuts. Wipes, tons of sanitizer. <laughs> Absolute bag of nuts. I got a jar of nuts in there. <laughs> Extra masks. 
because yes. I'm an actor, can't help it. Clothes. Yes, mm -hmm. still, over the year of the pandemic, I still have some clothes in my car. I'm sorry. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, beach everything in case I just randomly decide to go to the beach one day. Okay. Paintbrush That's to get the sand off idea. our feet. Sheet to put on the on the beach so that no sand sticks to it. I mean, I'm reps to go I at a like moment's it. notice. I like it. <laughs> anyway, I need those things. Or yes. I might. I very well might. I def you definitely don't have lip gloss in your car. You definitely don't have that tire pressure checker that fell apart and I use as a drumstick when I'm singing. Oh. Okay. My God. I need my car. <laughs> so I don't like tandem parking, but where I, where we live, the street parking is some Plentiful. is pretty available. We're yes. luckily in a residential area but where there aren't I go, businesses. Is, correct. But when I go visit a friend somewhere that it's all apartment buildings. Oh. And, you know, especially when you know there's a friend you visit frequently and you mm -hmm. know that a person that takes one of the spots also has a driveway and then you're really furious. Mm -hmm. Like I've gone to friends' houses where I've had to park three blocks away and it takes me 20 minutes to walk to their house. And for exactly <laughs> that yes. reason that the listener said. Because they don't pay attention to how they could park and there yep. will be four spaces lost because they want extra space. 100%. It is so rude. You know that everybody's fighting for yes. spaces. You know they are. Like literally, there's maybe enough spaces on a lot of the streets here in L.A., maybe enough spaces to park 40 cars, but there's literally 20 apartment buildings or that more. have at yeah. least 10 to 50 units in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they don't have a parking garage. It's mm -mm. crazy. It's in my building, everyone except me and the other unit in the front have parking garage under the building like a slip if you will i know it's not a yes. boat but like where you put two cars yeah and i have a few neighbors that insist on parking both of their cars on the street it's just rude and it makes me insane i'm like there's too many people we don't have enough parking on our street now for the amount of people in each of the apartments having two to three cars yes it's so, and also, I don't have the balls to do that because I am terrified if I do that, somebody's going to key my car because people yeah. get mad. Oh, but yeah. But the people that do it all the time, they have no fear of that. And therefore, it doesn't happen to them, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it is absolutely infuriating. I have Beyond. definitely gotten out of my car before and asked people to move up. If yeah. they're if they're in their car. I mean, I yes. have no qualms about that. Can you move up just a little bit? I want to try and totally. get in here. You know, like, yeah. you dodo. <laughs> it it's happened so to rude. me actually yesterday as it happens <laughs> now that i think of it it was yesterday i was driving around and around and around i was like in the city right mm -hmm. and i'm driving around and around it's a residential area near a school there was no parking it was exactly yeah. what you're describing with huge spaces in front or behind not enough for a car but way too much breathing right. room if you will and then i finally found one spot multiple blocks away up the street whatever mm -hmm. and i didn't mean to be mean if there was other parking i would have passed it by it was people working on a car and they had the hood up but they had like the front fender and all the shit in the parking spot now to their credit i tipped my hat to these gentlemen i stopped and i just gave a look and they immediately picked up their stuff and 
let me get into that spot. Oh, that's And nice. I said, thank you so much. And they're like, I'm oh, no problem. So am I. That's really, really nice. Especially here. I hate to say that, I know, but... I know. Oh, and, and schools don't even get me started. I used to, I used to really enjoy taking my son to school and mm-hmm. picking him up every day. I really did until he decided he wanted to ride the school bus because he felt like a big boy. I really enjoyed it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So, but the only thing about doing drop off at school, if you're not doing, I liked to walk him up mm-hmm. to the gate and give him a kiss goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then the way his school was set up, you know, a lot of schools are like this out here. When mm-hmm. you're walking back to your car as they're going to class or waiting for class, you can wave at them, right? Right. And all the parents do it. It's most schools like that are mm-hmm. like that out here. You can wave as you walk back. Well, we would have to get to school 20 minutes early because right. I knew we were going to have to walk 10 miles <laughs> to get up there. That's crazy. Now, they do have a drop off where you just drive up and then somebody helps the kids out and, mm-hmm. and you get, you know, but I don't like to do that. Just It just doesn't feel as personal to me. Yeah. I don't like handing my kid off to some, even though it's no different than taking mm-hmm. him to class, but he also enjoyed walking himself to his station where he's supposed mm-hmm. to go. You know what I mean? So I tried to find a balance of like, no, I need to keep a hold of my baby <laughs> <laughs> and letting him have his own, his own. But yeah, we would walk. And I got into it with a parent in his class one time mm-hmm. because she was sitting in a parking spot right in front of the drop-off area, mm-hmm. right where we would park to walk our kids mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> on her phone. Like, tick, 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 Yeah, tick, tick, no, tick, no, tick. no. That's so obnoxious. I pulled up real slow beside her, and I sat there for a while, and she refused to look at me. Mm-hmm. And I finally honked, and she slow glared, turned her head at me, and I go, are you going to go through my window? <sighs> And she just stared at me and said nothing. And I held up my hands and went tick, 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 like texting. And I go, I need to drop my kid off. Do you know that that woman did not move? And I haven't spoken to her, given her a nice look in three years. Our kids have been in the same class for three years. Love her husband. Nice guy. Mm -hmm. That woman can eat a bag of rotten tacos because I cannot. I'm like, you know how hard it is. You go through this every day and then you're going to turn around and screw somebody else. No, no, no. All parking issues can make me go zero to 60 on the anchor scale. (laughs) I mean, I get this rant so hard. Totally. <laughs> Those are the, like, my husband always says, you have red rage issues. Maybe I do. But most of the time, I would say at least 78% of the time, it's over parking. Yes. I've gotten and out of my car over parking. <laughs> we've been spoiled because there's been plenty of parking because nobody know, was really going in many places. But now, Our yesterday, I really felt back. it. Yeah, I mean, it was a weekend and it's L.A. So, yep, there was bumper to bumper traffic on the 101 South. Even just going to pick up my son, you (sighs) know, where he goes to study um, with Kira, he just even that the traffic is at least 20 to 30 minutes, 20 minutes difference Mm -hmm. than it has been all year because everybody's getting back, which is good. That means it's hopeful, I guess. But I think we need to still be real careful, guys. Uh, we need a cleansing breath, we do. don't we? Oh, yes, we like we do. to get our get our rants out. We know there are bigger issues, which maybe we'll touch on a little bit here in a few minutes. But it's just nice to get some sense of normalcy and be allowed to complain a little bit, mm-hmm. right? That's Even right. though 
we know there's bigger problems. We like to get those little things out, take a deep breath and fill up with some goodness. Yes. Rant it out with us and you don't have to do it with your significant other, friends, family, whatever. Or carry it with you all day. Just be crazy with me and Jossica. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's take a deep breath in. Wait, uh, what? Deep breathing. My bit went too far. I'm actually changing. Let's take a deep breath in. And ah. Uh, that always does feel nice. Mm-hmm. I always say to myself when we do that, I'm going to do that a couple more times a day. And then I never do it again until we get back here in front mm-hmm. of the mics. What a yep. dumb dumb. <laughs> You know what? Now, if I'm feeling like panicked, especially, yeah, I've been putting my hand on my chest and oh. sometimes even both hands and taking a breath in like that. And seriously, like it's not a lot of weight, but it's just enough to feel the weight of your hands. And I do it like right on my sternum, right? Like oh, in the center nice. of the, what is that? The breastbone, your breastplate. Breast I don't know. Yeah. It really does help. That's awesome. Like five slow. Breath, deep breaths yeah. and it, it it really can do wonders i've been doing too uh well you know i have my affirmation app that i still mm-hmm. that i've told you guys about that i still love it's called i am and mm-hmm. uh i i am look forward to what it's gonna mm-hmm. say like i really enjoy it and it does make my brain take a break and calm totally so i have that i just am not a good meditator but i've been doing okay now jessica here's some territory before we get into corners that you and i have not broached on a personal level mm. are you ready mm-hmm. you look bored your hand is <laughs> your head is in your hand. i'm riveted i'm like biting my nails i'm like what no it's not what a big territory? deal it's not a big deal i just am very dramatic about it and i cannot figure out why okay do you know what clubhouse is I do. And grandma feels like it's going to be like Snapchat. And I, I know I have a friend who's like begging me to get on it. But you Two can't. Friends. You can't. You know that, right? Yeah. Because well, she sent me an invite to get on it. Or, right. But it's not compatible with Android. Oh, well, at hilarious. Least it, at least it wasn't. I don't know. You Maybe might be right. I it. Trust me. I have not clicked her or invitation. I would have invited you a long time ago. I think I have 14 invites now. But that's the thing. Like, you mm-hmm. have to be invited in. You have to be Mac, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, some of it's super crazy. Like, you did you hear about that? Actually, I saw either Upworthy or BuzzFeed or somebody did a profile on him yesterday. The guy that... Um, has been stalking uh, pedophiles online and you can go in a clubhouse room and hear him talk to them and he's getting them arrested. And so some people have issues with it. I didn't watch the video, but it's out there if you want to see it. I've seen enough with John Walsh or whoever was doing that where it's like, Steven, how you doing? Oh, oh, oh. And they they look all surprised. The guy's like, who was it? The guy that like walks in. uh, Yes, it's to catch a predator. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Wallace, is that it? I, I don't I think know. We're just saying news reporter names right now. <laughs> Tom Brokaw, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, hilarious. So, what I do want to say though, Clubhouse, there's crazy stuff. Overheard LA, mm-hmm. I told you was in there. Oh, yes, I texted yes. you and told you Tanks Good News was mm-hmm. in there and in, in a room, which oh I, we love. We love his his Instagram mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but anyway, I was in a really great room. And here's where 
you and I have not talked about this and we won't stick on it long, but um, called Ally. It was um, it's a Harvard professor's office hours mm-hmm. and it's so polite and it's so like everybody's mm. like, and now I am done speaking, you know, when everybody's done, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and it's very educational, but it's um, on being allies. But I went into this, stumbled into this room and it was so good. And it was talking about being an ally to people of color because we all know that mm-hmm. we had this horrible incident that happened at the end of last week oh in God. Alabama, the shooting. Um, Georgia. Yeah. Yes. Georgia. Sorry. Um, it just is devastating. And and I think the thing that bothered me the most is that we all knew it was coming for a year. Mm-hmm. They've known it's coming for even longer. But when things started totally. being said about China virus and Kung flu, I felt it building. I saw yep. it coming. It's and totally inappropriate in so, any scenario. It, absolutely. And I knew it would lead to something like this. And then to pile on top of it, oh, no, 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 it wasn't racially motivated. It was a sex addiction. Okay, mm-hmm. well, then then it's a, a racially, it's a fetish, a racial fetish, which is also equally Exactly. You killed people. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> Thank to be honest. you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I struggled all day on on the next day on whether or not I should post about it because I've also I don't like posting things if I'm not going to be proactive in some way. And it's gotten to the point that I don't even know how to be proactive. Right. So this room was talking about how to be an ally mm. and be safe mm-hmm. and what to say. And some of the things that resonated with me, just real quick, one woman said, a lot of people are trying to say the way that they were saying all lives matter and how offensive that was mm-hmm. to the specific cause. A lot of people are trying to now say, I don't see color. I'm colorblind. There is no color. And this one woman spoke about, she said, please don't erase my heritage. I do. I am a color. I want mm-hmm. you to see my color. Yes. I want to be respected and mm-hmm. I want to be seen and I want to be heard and not hate it. Totally. And that really resonated with me. And then another thing that resonated with me because I am, I do pass as a white person mm-hmm. <laughs> is some of them said, don't bombard your friends of color and say, what can I do? What can I do? It's not their job to teach you. Mm-hmm. It is your job to go find out. A hundred percent. So I said in my post, go find resources. They're so available to us now with social yes. media and everything. You know, go find what you can do. And then I posted a starter article from USA Today that was like, here's a few things that you can do on your mm-hmm. own to try and help this. So anyway, that was great. I know we're in a hurry. I went on a tangent, but I just wanted us to address that a little bit. And if you are on Clubhouse, the Harvard Harvard Office Hours is a wonderful, wonderful. That's room. awesome. No, yeah. that's great. Great suggestion. Yeah. I also listened to a room that was like, what do men and women find hot in and outside the bedroom? So I really leveled it out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I just want to make sure I I said something about that. It's been heavy on my heart, like what I can do. So anyway, let's move on. Very important. And thank you for bringing that up. Of course. Okay. We are coming in with a what the what corner. What the what? From Dana's favorite new, it's not new to the world, but it's new to us, UPI. All right. Yes. (laughs) United Press International. International. The Taiwanese government is urging residents not to change their legal names to salmon to take (laughs) advantage of a restaurant's free sushi promotion. Well, I bet Dana's the first in line to move to Taiwan. No. (laughs) 
Like when I saw this, I was crying. I'm like, Dana is going to freak. I started out. to read it and I was like, what? And then I also went, <laughs> <laughs> like this is on par with like people getting the tattoos. We talked yes. about that recently. Yes. The guy sitting in his damn bean dip. Why would you legally? Sh- okay, just get, just read. <laughs> The Taiwan Ministry of the Interior said nearly 100 people have registered to change their names to Salmon under the country's Name Act to take advantage of restaurant chain Sushiro's promotion, which promises free sushi for customers whose names include the Chinese characters used to spell the name of the fish. No. In any particular order, or is it like a word jumble? And as long (laughs) as you have those characters in some way, shape, or form... I mean, I would fight for it if I if I went that far and they were like, sorry, you don't qualify. I mean, what is that called? An enneagram? An anagram? I don't know. uh, No, (laughs) isn't an anagram the first letter of each? Isn't that the first letter of each? Or what's the thing where you reverse the letters? Onomatopoeia? (laughs) No. (laughs) We're dumb. Let's move on. Oh my God. I don't know. They're screaming at us right now. They are. We're like, it's a bloody blah. You dummies. The restaurant chain requires customers taking advantage of the promotion to provide official ID, inspiring some to change their names legally. No, you have a problem and you need to go to a therapist. (laughs) The ministry urged residents not to change their names for the promotion pointing out that the name act only allows a person to change their name three times, meaning some of those who change their names for the promotion could be stuck with the name for the rest of their lives. Can you imagine giving (laughs) up your family name to be stuck with salmon just so you can get free sushi? Also, is it the family name or is it the first name? Oh, either way. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm well, that could be a rule. Like, what if you change your first name and they're like, nope, don't qualify? <laughs> I want to know some examples. Though. I wish they had cited other cases where people in Taiwan have already done the name change twice. And they're like, I don't know. But what you know they... what? If I do it, it's free sushi for life. But also, why did they change their name twice already? <laughs> like, Thank have, you. Are there other? Pro- is this a promotional thing that happens a lot? <laughs> I can't think of anything I would change my name for to get for free. I know. Like not even a car, right? No. No. Not for anything. It's also like I remember when uh, the Atlanta Braves won the national championship and like the night that they won, I think there was like three people who named their children Tommy Hawk because the symbol of the Braves was a tomahawk like they used to do the tomahawk chop yes Uh uh-huh that was on the news and it was like Tommy Hawk Smith I'm like "Uh -uh, uh-uh absolutely not how dare you do that to that kid (laughs) they didn't ask for this no that's like the kid in my high school his name was Rusty Fender come on no ma'am come on that's mean and his mom was a lunch lady in the cafeteria and she was so sweet but i remember every time i'd see her and say hi i was like why'd you do that to him i wanted to ask her (laughs) i wish you had i I wish i wish we knew someone with a contact with the taiwanese name uh consulate is that a thing? No. I just was waiting for you to finish. I just wanted to know what you were going to say. Excuse me. 
I was wondering if on Vogue is part of the American Consulate Embassy for name changes. We were in Vogue. We'd like to change it to on Vogue. No, ma'am. I, first of all, don't believe you're in in Vogue. And second of all, <laughs> going to regret it because nobody's going to know who you are anymore. Unbelievable. The artist formerly known as on Vogue. En <laughs> Vogue. See, I did it again. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Auntie Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> now I sound like an old man. I mean, we're just a couple of old biddies on here, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm. Don't park like that. <laughs> Why would you change your name? I hate the music these kids listen today. Where's on Vogue? <laughs> Remember when everything was good? Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, here's my corner. Are you ready? All right, yeah. This is, wait, what kind of corner is this? I forgot. Oh, and it. <laughs> an excuse me corner. This is very funny. Woman left in stitches by neighbor's response <laughs> after a sex noise complaint. This is from Jessica's favorite, The Mirror. <laughs> this is written by Rosaline Fenton. One woman was left in stitches after receiving an incredible response and apology from her neighbors after she sent a note asking them to try and be quieter at night. Whether you (laughs) smiled through the pain or wrote a strongly worded letter, we've all had to deal with the noisy neighbors at some point. Yes, we have. Mm -hmm. As many of us have spent a lot more time at home since March last year, neighborly relationships have become more important. You may have become best buddies or hoped they'll move out (laughs) after Once again, start an impromptu karaoke sesh on a Saturday night. In some cases, your neighbor might not be aware that you can hear everything they're doing. That's actually in the article. Oh, my God. One woman was left in (laughs) stitches after she received a brilliant response from her neighbor after she requested they tone it down. Uh, the woman shared the exchange on TikTok in a, a viral video that's been viewed more than 220,000 times. Oh, my God. And then she explained that she had been hearing noises from her neighbor's bedroom for the last four days before deciding to take action. Her note said, quote, hey, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys could separate Eon's bed from the wall. It's becoming an everyday thing, and it's very hard for me oh. to sleep with that noise. Thanks, your neighbor, XX. No. On a real cute card, you know, like oh no, hers was just on a paper. But the um the other but there were hearts like you saw it, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to bury this part too that I want to read. Okay. And just in case she hadn't made it clear, she clarified noise equals moaning, hitting, and banging bed to the wall. Thanks. Hee <laughs> hee. I mean, it's a pretty cute letter. It's a pretty cute letter. It's very nice. Luckily, the recipient had a good sense of humor and happily took it in stride. They sent back a card with a $50 gift card for Starbucks, presumably to help the neighbor after a rough night's sleep. They wrote, they wrote, I apologize for the inconvenience and will do a better job of managing my volume. Thanks for your discretion. They cheekily added to sleepy neighbor from loud neighbor. 
People were Amazing. left in hysterics, and the video racked up more than 35,000 likes. Oh one one person joked, not sleepy neighbor, and another added, the good vibes from the card are sending are sending me out there. I love you both. This is com- incredible. Anyway, that is super cute. What a nice, what a nice neighborly exchange. That because is when nice. I've heard my neighbors having relations before when i was apartment living i was not nice about it i hated it but i also wouldn't say anything because it was i know no except for the girl downstairs that wailed and i yelled that one time he's not that good (laughs) (laughs) like loud enough for them to hear yes van tipton was mortified we were in our bed and they were whooping and wailing down there and i was like no way i've seen that guy he is not that good (laughs) no way (laughs) In Alan's apartment, when he lived in the heart of Hollywood before he moved into where we are now, his next door neighbor, and I'm going to say easily 80% of his building were young folks attending the Musicians Institute on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Big school. Yes. Well, this dude, A, loved heavy metal and he loved it loud. Mm. And I'm not kidding you. He would start playing. It wasn't even that he was practicing his instrument, which not that I would have been okay with that at three in the morning. No. (laughs) But he would blast his music sometimes, you know, literally in the middle of the night. And I remember one night it scared the hell out of me. I was in a dead sleep somehow was sleeping through that music. But Alan lost his shit and rightfully so. And again, it takes so much to rile him up. Yeah. And he got up so abruptly. And I don't know what he yelled, but you know, when you're like, if you get woken up by an earthquake or a loud bang or something outside, you're like, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) And you don't know what happened. You're like, "Eh." so discombobulated. I thought it was like me snoring and he had finally reached his wits end. I was like, oh my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was him going out and he. I could hear him pounding on the door. That's how hard he was. So that was even more upsetting because it was so loud. They couldn't ever hear because we tried hitting the wall and all that. So I didn't do anything. Wow. But man, I heard him unload on that guy when he finally answered. And boy, I was scared and turned on all at once. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) You know he listens to this show. I hope you don't mind him hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) He'll love it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for that. That was very funny. I just like that it was a sweet exchange because I'm like, those are better people than me. I need to work on myself. (laughs) (laughs) A gift card at that. I mean, that is very classy. Starbucks's we can have $50 we can have treats yes (laughs) I mean that is very lovely the Gruyere egg bites at Starbucks real delicious the best yeah yeah I really love those should we move on into our rave okay yes my rave is something that a friend of mine started that I I have I've brought up a few of the rescues that she's worked with over our time of doing rants and raves, but this is her newest incarnation and I absolutely love it. And you guys haven't seen it, but I'm going to show Dana right now. Mm-hmm. It's called Love Thy Dog and their website is love, T-H-Y, dog.com. Mm-hmm. And a hundred percent of their proceeds, 100 percent of their proceeds 
are going to a variety of animal rescue organizations. Oh, awesome. So I love that. And what it is, is custom totes and sweatshirts. Right up my alley. You'll freak when you see them. And you also have lots of cuties that would be real cute on one. They do the image of your dog, but I also saw somebody ask, I have a cat. They have cats too. You can get the names of your pets done on the bag and they have like these little silhouette images. Also, I thought one was really cool. Like my friend had the DNA done for their dog who's a total mutt. Uh So they have them where it says like, I am 51% Bernese mountain dog, you know, 13% Labrador retriever, blah, blah, blah. It tells their makeup. So cute. They're amazing. I have one with my initials because I'm not a pet owner currently. Oh, my God. I had block letters JBY put on mine. In green. Hello. Rage walk. Hashtag rage walk. Oh, Oh my God. Jessica. Yeah. I love it. Isn't it awesome? So I'm going to read you. A little blurb about them and you can go to the site and then you can also email them and say, hey, I want that. They're great to work with. They'll customize whatever. They have the classic tote, the who am I tote. Oh, they also have one that just says love, um, which is also a fun little aside. Yeah. Okay. We are three moms who work passionately to save dogs every day from shelters, the street and abusive homes. They deserve a better life, and we know every effort, big and small, helps. You name it, we do it. Simply said, the proceeds from Love Thy Dog will allow us and our partners to save more dogs. 100% of the proceeds from each product sold goes to saving dogs' lives. Rescues we love. If you're curious about where the proceeds go, these rescue organizations are on the list. They do amazing work, not only here in Los Angeles, but in other parts of the country as well. Please click through to learn more about them. And when she says that, one of these rescues that she works with, they did this huge thing where they were able to secure a ton of donations for people in Texas when everybody lost power and to ensure that the shelter dogs had blankets and all of that kind of stuff. I know, I know. I just watched a dodo about a mama dog that went into labor right when they lost power. And it was a foster, uh, and the puppies wouldn't even dry. They ended up right. living in their car for a few days to make sure the puppies were okay. Oh, my God. Mm. All About Labs. That's one of the organizations. I'm just reading this. It's all on their site under the Donate tab. All mm-hmm. About Labs. Another one is I Stand With My Pack. Cute. Uh, Baluja's Foundation, which we have raved about in the past. Mm-hmm. And then the last is called Wags and Walks. Yes. So they're really like, fantastic. Have we talked about Wags and Walks? I feel I like we maybe I've just so. personally talked about Wags and Walks. Yeah, maybe. But again, I love that this is going all of their proceeds are going to charities. That's amazing. Um, and not an easy feat to do because somebody's gotta be buying these bags and paying yes. for their machine. They're totally. hand doing them. I saw the machine at her house and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. What is that? She's like, oh, let me show you. So anyways, if you want or or looking for a really fun gift for somebody and 
they have pets or again i just did my initials and a fun little rage wall hashtag but it's a lovely gift and it's going to a great cause so yes. if you're ever looking for something personal consider love thy dog.com yeah this buy a bag save a dog all right it's my turn for my rave yes Yes. My rave this week is called Move for Hunger. You can find them at moveforhunger.org. Move for Hunger is a national nonprofit organization that has cre created sustainable way to reduce food waste and fight hunger. We've mobilized the leaders of moving, relocation, and multifamily industries to provide their customers, clients, and residents with the opportunity to donate their food while they when they move. Members of Move for Hunger also organize community food drives, participate in awareness campaigns, and create employee engagement programs. Food drives become socially distant. Um, In-person events were canceled. And through it all, it was our most impactful year to date. I love that. Awesome. Our network delivered more than 5 million pounds, over 4 million meals to food banks across the U.S. and Canada. To put that into perspective, those numbers represent a 39% increase over 2019, which was also a record year. 39%. Mm -hmm. that's, that's huge. That is huge. 25% of the overall total we've delivered over the past 11 years. That's a quarter wow. of everything they've done over the last 11 years, just last year. It's one of the biggest things that they said was uh, an influx in people showing up at food banks who've never had to go in their life. Yes. They've luckily never been in that position. And yes. it, it became a, a huge, huge thing. Yes. While our impact grew, so did the need. It's estimated that the number of food insecure people in America increased by nearly 50%. Whoa. From 37 million in 2019 to over 50 million, including one in four kids. 60% of those visiting food banks visited for the first time. 60% new That's people. Staggering. Simply put, people and food banks in this country are struggling and they continue to need our support. We are more committed than ever to help fight hunger and food waste. Our incredible team will continue to work hard every day and we want to thank our amazing network for their unwavering support. So again, that is moveforhunger.org. You can check them out. Um, you know, I noticed too, Jessica, just like in mm -hmm. daily life, I've seen a lot more activity at these food banks. It's yes. a real necessity. If you can contribute, please do. We've always, I mean, you guys, over 50 million people. Listen, it's, I'm not rich by any means, but I have my needs Larger provided. than the country of Sweden. I will have to trust you on that. <laughs> recently looked up their population for something that's the only reason i know that please go on <laughs> i just it's you know this particular organization they provide meals to families kids seniors mm -hmm. and vulnerable communities who are facing hunger well that's everybody right now yep. i mean practically you know totally. what i mean and some people who are just having their needs met also can't, they don't have the ability to be able to donate to others. So those of us who do have the ability, it doesn't mean you have to spend $500. No. Right? I mean, I have literally seen personal people and groups mm -hmm. set up tables and say, hey, at 11 o'clock every morning, there will be bag lunches yep. here. If you yes. need it, come and get it. No questions asked. Correct. I think it's beautiful. 
I think it's, it's amazing. It's happening a lot in LA, which has been lovely. Very much. And I just Schools want to remind that yes. aren't open, but parents are showing up to make sure the kids and but, or their families are fed. Absolutely, because some of these children in the LA Unified yep. School District, that school meal is their only meal. Uh-huh. You know, and it's so important. Oh, it just I love it when I see people coming together to help others. Yes. And you know, I've visited a few food banks in my in my time, mm-hmm. and I'm always looking for new ones close by, far mm-hmm. away. But I want to remind people, and maybe Jessica, you can help me too. There are often things that we can help provide that most people don't think about. So we always think canned goods, right? But think right. about things like Infamil, diapers, diapers milk. The things that are perishable, people still need. Yes. So like the last time we covered a food bank, one of the things I believe we read about it is they said, we need milk, we need meat, Mm -hmm. we need these kinds of things, not just canned corn, right? Totally. These people need a healthy, balanced meal, and most of them are not- can't just eat pasta. Correct. Yes. And so I'm not saying like- don't be don't be cheap and just empty out your cupboards like we're all doing everything you know what we can right. but if you do have the means to be able to provide mm-hmm. in that way these organizations you can go- donate to and they do their own shopping or mm-hmm. you can you can donate you know stuff from your home to them you don't forget the milk all those things i'm just yep. going in circles now but it really is something close to my heart because yeah. my my parents grew up not having enough food mm-hmm. my parents were not nourished properly because Mm -hmm. of not having the ability to not having the money. You know, I've heard stories from both of my parents that are Mm -hmm. tragic to me about, you know, there was only rice and a tomato in the cupboard, or we only ate at school, or we didn't even eat at school because we came home and did work to help the family, you know, so these things still happen, you guys. We haven't exactly. grown as as it's humans. Worse, we, even yes, maybe now. Clearly, reading these numbers from mm-hmm. this wonderful organization, this year it has yep. gotten worse than yep. we've ever seen. So just keep that in mind. I know we can't all do everything. Maybe you can only volunteer your time. Just as valuable. 100%. Just as valuable. And. So, Oh, I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. There's two things I want to piggyback on this. As far as what this organization is doing too, taking people's food, like when you're moving, nobody wants to move with food. No, okay? especially no. if you're moving out of state. So when my because neighbor Because you know what moved, ends up happening? You move with it. And then five years down the road, you're like, why is this in the back of my pantry? <laughs> yes. 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 When my neighbor moved, we went through everything and I'm like, girl, this expired three years ago. It would be a brand new unopened whatever, but I'm like, bye-bye. And we had the trash pile, but she had a ton of stuff that was perfectly good, was not expiring. She goes, I'm not moving with any food. I'm like, good, you shouldn't. Mm And I said, let's bag it up and I'm going to take it because we have a food bank run by the church literally at the end of our street. Yeah, I'm like, please let me drop it off to them for you. And she was like, okay, great. So we brought, I, I think we filled four full brown, like double bagged grocery bags. That was a lot of food. Yeah, And it was great stuff. Yes. So it's so and important so to do that. so many people are moving right now. Yes. Which I know sounds crazy, but people are leaving big cities. It's really expensive. It's dangerous (laughs) in the current climate. So a lot of people are moving. It's really cool that they they help it in all ways, I think. But like that that's one of their big things is if Mm -hmm. you're moving, you know. Anyway, I think what they're doing is wonderful. Thank you to anyone who is donating their time, 
they're they're donating supplies of any kind food Mm -hmm. don't forget we've got hygiene to think about we've got uh socks you know all these things that we've mentioned in the past don't let those things go out of your mind it's lucy enough the mail came guys Thank you for protecting your home, baby. I always tell her. I always tell her. So scary. I know. (laughs) Also, we have a lot of listeners in Canada, and this organization works within the US and Canada, which is an awesome side note. Yes, because usually things are different, obviously. Lots of different jurisdictions between borders, but this is an organization that works within North America. Well, no, if it was all of North America, wouldn't that include Central America? Don't ask me map questions. I know, me neither. Oh boy, one of our teachers help us out here. Oh boy, is I Mexico, accidentally. I think Mexico is considered. I, I have think no all answers of Central to America your is. Wow, we know I who mean, not to have on. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? And the oh, answer's me. And me? Are you kidding me? I accidentally said North and South Dakota the other day when I was trying to say North and South Carolina, and Dan Tipton was like, "Do you mean?" Carolinas and I was like yes did I say Dakotas I'm sorry and he goes yeah but you said in the south and I was like am I gonna have to correct my full-grown wife (laughs) I was like yeah you might have to I did say that on accident but yes there may come a time (laughs) (laughs) they make some great biscuits in Charleston South Dakota do they (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh this wonderful organization, I looked at their, they, they basically just have kind of like right away when you go to their website, mm-hmm. it says donate, but then you can f- pull down the menu and find out about them, find a mover, take action, mm-hmm. join a network. They have all the information there for you. They have all the numbers there. They have a rolling ticker, like the old school days when mm-hmm. you go to a website, I love that. but it's, um, for things that they've collected and delivered and the numbers there are just insane. We shared some of them with you. Uh, So anyway, give them a look, moveforhunger.org. If you can help out in any way, please do. Mm -hmm. Yay. Fantastic. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Oh my goodness. Well, before we go, I, think i didn't have you tell people how to get a hold of us and we oh i forgot you're right we need people to get a hold of us and give us your rants we're all starting to get back to life now i know they're out there oh yeah don't be shy (laughs) do not do not be shy please send them in you can dm us and find us and follow us and like us at the rants and raves podcast yes it's case sensitive just like the way you found this podcast you're listening to it's the rants and raves podcast all written in one word i don't know why i said podcast like it was two separate words i sound like our governor gavin newsom you're a fancy talker Oh my God, I really am. You can You're- find us at the Rants and Robs podcast <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay! Please send us stuff, guys, even if you just want to say hi, exactly. which brings oh God. me what? Go say Which it. brings me to my next point. We've got some thank yous to uh-huh. give out. I just want you guys to know, Jessica and I literally never expect anything from you guys. Uh-uh. 
So when someone sends us anything, I mean a card, a yep. sticker, we are over the moon. I usually cry Absolutely. because I cannot yes. believe that people who do not like I actually I'm just going to get real private and give mm -hmm. all of our listeners a compliment here. <laughs> I said to my therapist last week, mm -hmm. I said, our listeners are so kind and mm -hmm. affectionate and loving and check in on us mm -hmm. and send us gifts for no reason yep. that it makes me cry. And I I don't know how to thank you guys enough. This is also not me saying, hey, everybody, send us <laughs> presents. <laughs> it's not expected, but we feel that way about everyone. Yeah. And it's equally as much when you write into us. So if you're nervous to write in, don't be, because exactly. we want you to. We Absolutely. want to hear from you, whatever it is. We don't care. So please hit us up if you can. We got... I'll let you talk because I talk all the time. We got <laughs> some doll. Tell them. So one of our OG listeners had made these adorable magnets. And I think, I don't remember if we mentioned it on the podcast or not, but Dana and I both are in contact with her and we had noticed it. And I'm like, what is that? That's so freaking cute. And she yeah. goes, I started, I think she's making it with her son, I believe. She started making them during the pandemic and as a way to send out to friends and family. It's the so note. Cute. You guys, you're going to literally lose your mind. It's another yeah. reason why you should follow us on social media because Clear, and I think even in her notes, she said, I think you can tell who's who. Dana's has red hair and uh -huh. says, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, Across ma the shirt. <laughs> and mine says, Rage Walk. Okay. It's so cute. And then <sighs> on top she made of a little it, Henry. she made a little Henry. I lost my mind. <laughs> It's so cute. I mean, we love her anyway. She could have yes. sent me, she could have sent me a pack of post-its and I would have been like, oh my God, yes. that's so kind. But the <laughs> fact that it was, that's what I said to my therapist. I was like, I feel like these people are my friends and yes. they know me and yes. I love her tattoo. And yeah. I stalked her on Instagram <laughs> so I could see it. Like, I feel I like I, I feel like I know you guys and you're, yes. you are my, you are our friends. Yes. So please it's so thoughtful i literally cried <laughs> it's just so amazing and we've received other things that were just so touching and personal and yep. our listeners are the best like i always say listen jessica and i are not household names we don't have we're not zach uh shepherd is that his name what's wrong I with me <laughs> we're not some we're huge... two poppers trying to scrape two nickels together isn't that what they used to say we I this is a free know. podcast i don't this know this is a free podcast at least as of this moment it is two yeah. years in two years in yes and you know we put a lot of work into it jessica's been editing you guys she's doing an amazing job oh. <laughs> You are. It's incredible. You're Thanks. doing great. So anyway, it's, it is a lot of work and it and it does cost us money. We do. Mm -hmm. There are services that we have to pay for to continue making this show, but we just love it so much, Indeed. which is why we've kept it free. At some point, if I can get my act together, maybe we'll add in some advertising, which maybe <laughs> will be annoying. I don't know. Anyway, all I want to say is we love you guys so much mm -hmm. and we, were, we are always so touched to hear from you, even if it's an email. So please. Yes. 
just reach out anytime. I mean, Jessica, also to shout you out, Jessica brought me by a sweet, sweet gift and left it. We talked about last week. But so on my windowsill, I have my plant lady sticker that you got for me. And right beneath it is our blooming with Beck. Yes. My blooming with back sticker, and it says, "You know, get your shirt to go." I love it, and I every time I walk in my kitchen, I see them, and they make me happy. Aww. Yeah, it's lovely. So it anyway, lovely. thank you to everyone. We love you so much. I hope it doesn't sound disingenuous because I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> I really, really do. Like the love that we feel from you guys is it's palpable, and yes. and it's and it's meaningful, and it's touching, and I hope you know how important you guys are to us and i hope that we bring you a little laughter exactly because you guys sure bring us some laughter and some real poignancy we've also had some really heartwarming things absolutely oh my god it's just (sighs) i can't even list all the things i just feel like the luckiest girl in the world um so at the end of the show, I usually like to have a weekly point to ponder, something mm-hmm. for you to think about, which I do have. I also like to share things that I've been watching or or seen or whatever. So I have some of you that, <laughs> you know, guys, we swap our murder story <laughs> programs. <laughs> so I did. I found a new one, I think, on uh, on um, what's it called? Spotify. Mm. Um, it's called The Clearing. And it's about, uh, let me see if I can read you. When April Belasquio was 40 years old, something she had feared for decades was finally proven true. Her father, Edward Wayne Edwards, really was a murderer. Okay. It's a, it's a limited series. I'm in episode six, and I think there's eight episodes. The Clearing, it's called, uh, is a podcast, a limited podcast by Gimlet. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's interesting if you're into that weirdo stuff like I am. And then I don't think I've, have you watched anything? You watched some movies this weekend. Uh (laughs) I watched three, but I'm just going to tell you about one because it's just too much. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. This is a must see for anyone if you have the ability, I don't know how things go now that there's a billion streaming networks. If like, right. I don't have this, but maybe one day it'll end up on Netflix or Hulu. I don't know. It's through Amazon, I believe. I don't okay. use Amazon. I have big issues with it. We're not even going to go there. But my husband has Amazon. Okay. So we watched The Sound of Metal. Oh. I need you all to see that movie. Not The Sound. It's Sound of Metal. Okay. I'm not giving anything away. It is about a drummer in a heavy metal band who starts to lose his hearing. Oh, And I'm my. just going to leave it at that. Okay. It is so powerful. I cried. Mm-hmm. Um, the actors in it are phenomenal. They used a lot of deaf talent, which is huge and very important. Wow. A dear friend of mine who is also a listener and supporter of the show. We love her. My friend Jody is an ASL interpreter. Oh, awesome. And one of the coolest things ever when we were performing live, she and I are on an improv team together. She had our guest for like, we'd always have like a special guest day and it was our guest. Mm-hmm where they are the driver of our cab. It's called Big Yellow Taxi. And she had this guy on, now I'm mortified that I don't remember his name. He is so talented, so incredibly funny. He was our driver, and Jody, instead of playing with the team, was on stage all the time, but interpreting. Oh, and more cool. than half of our, 
yeah, more than half of our audience that night were people from the deaf community. Phenomenal. That's it's fascinating. So cool. It'll really help you see things in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it's such an important film for so many reasons, but it's really, again, showing people who have any kind of disability, they don't see it like that and they mm-hmm. don't let that take over them or, yes. or be a reason they can't do things. That's why I always, whenever I see somebody in a wheelchair doing a Paralympic sport or something, I'm like, yeah, if I ever dare complain that my back hurts because I slept wrong again, I know, you know, it, it's just, it's outstanding. Please see it. It is unreal. It's Riz Ahmed, which you may recognize okay. for other things. He's a phenomenal actor. He's British, but uh, as they all are, can do an American accent flawlessly. So well. I know. Never knew so he was British well. till oh he was interviewed. <laughs> I just turned down an audition a couple of weeks ago because I was like, it, it was supposed to be with an Irish accent. And I said, mm-hmm. Uh, total transparency to my <laughs> representation. I was like, I am known amongst my comedy friends as being horrible at any accent that is not Hick related. So I should pass on this. And they were like, no problem. <laughs> I know. I, feel I don't the know same how way. they do so it. Funny. They're so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really cool. Yeah. Okay. What's it called again? Uh, Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Please, you know while I'm begging you, if you're I listening will. to this, I'm begging you and Dana, you will love it. It's, I, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I love documentaries anyway. My my friend Kate was like, God, you love documentaries. I was like, you know, I really do. Um, believe it or not, I did watch two sort of shortish documentaries last mm. night. Nowhere near as meaningful as yours. Mine's not a documentary. What is it? A movie? A movie starring okay. Riz Ahmed. Okay, well, these are... <laughs> One of them is a movie, but it's a documentary movie. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, it's not. Fiction. Oh yes. <laughs> I almost said make them up. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> anyway, it's on stars. One of them I watched is Stripped Los Angeles, and mm. it follows these five um, strippers and what their side hustles are, how they got into it. It makes them real people. It was very interesting. Some of their stories are a little sad. Some of them have really like they're making something of that. Like they've one girl sure. started her own pole dancing uh, classes mm-hmm. and she's doing very well. You know, anyway, it was interesting. And then also, I don't know what this says about my let me before I say what the second one is. Let me say they recommend things to you after you watch things. It's not like I'm seeking, yes. seeking out. You wouldn't have even known it existed. No. I love that. I love that feature, actually. Sometimes yes. I'm like, no, I'm not interested. Or I'm like, what the hell is this? So back to back, I then I watched Stripped Los Angeles and then I watched The Pickup Game, which I don't know if you guys remember. Remember the 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 game, the book that looked like a Bible and it was how it was the pickup artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that whole community became outed in a way yeah. so that it's talking about it now what it has kind of left of it. And it is interesting to see there's some heavy misogyny in there that is um, damaging mm-hmm. emotionally. And anyway, it's very interesting. The pickup game, it's on stars. Um, so that's weird that we both. No, you didn't watch a documentary. No, I don't know how many times you have to tell me. I don't know. And Riz Ahmed, I need you to look up because he's nominated for an Oscar and you seem to think he's a character in the non-documentary that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you how do you spell it? 
R I Z. Uh-huh. Last name A H M E D. What oh, does yes. it say about me that when you said you watched a documentary called Stripped, I lit up inside and thought, oh, is it about furniture refinishing? <laughs> no, but that wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> I would watch a documentary about furniture stripping. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. <laughs> oh, man. That's All right. Great. Well, Jessica, I enjoy you very much. I enjoy you very much. Thank we you. We will for... be back on Tuesday. Uh, let's all try to be mindful this week of our, our friends and people we see out in public. Yes. If they're being harassed, let's stay safe. But it's time to speak up. Absolutely. It has been. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, please be safe, everybody. Still, I know we're all getting vaccines, but we still want to make sure we get this under control. Mm-hmm. And with that, I will move into my <laughs> point that I want you to think about this week. Dana ready? and I both got vaccines. Dana and I both got vaccines. Newsflash, we- newsflash, red alert, Harold. Uh, I couldn't be more grateful. I really couldn't. Yeah. Um, and now I'm hoping that soon my husband and my child will be eligible as well. But yes. um very grateful to get that started in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, scientists who work with cockroaches often become allergic to pre-ground coffee. What? Yes, you guys, it's true. I'm telling you. According to entomologist Douglas Endlin, cockroaches that infest large piles of coffee beans, you guys are often just ground up instead of removed since it would be too difficult to eliminate them completely. Now we know, we all know this happens. What was that documentary and book that talked about the number of rats that can be in peanut butter? I don't know. In the U S the food and drug administration allows a certain amount of insect filth (laughs) to be included in coffee and other foods, as long as it doesn't exceed a pre-established percentage. Since it's actually pretty common for researchers to develop acute allergies to specimens they study, entomologists who become allergic to cockroaches do indeed also become allergic to things like pre-ground coffee and chocolate, you guys! No, 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 no. Sorry, I ruined your snacks and your morning coffee. It's got some cockroaches. Oh, my God. Hope you don't get allergic. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Love you, Jessica. <laughs> Love you too, Donna. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>